three, two, one. For moments crowded with laughter, listen to this show. Then you'll be happier after when off to work you go. All the cares throughout the day will dwindle away, and you will say the day is happier after the show. Welcome to another episode of Stop and Smelly Analog. Uh, I had to think about what we called this now because we uh, <laughs> changed it a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 for, I can't remember all the names. And one of the biggest things that has changed since our last episode, um, I don't know if you guys have delved into this yet, but Disney Plus launched. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I actually, now that I think about it, uh, you have watched The Mandalorian, right? Yes. I have not watched The Mandalorian yet, although I want to at some point. What I've been doing is I've been watching the Marvel movies from the beginning, and I haven't watched most of these movies since they came out. That's pretty awesome. I'm going to do that at some point. It's just so overwhelming, the quantity yeah, of you know, everything that's available. And it's not like like we go we go to Netflix and try to say, well, what are we going to watch? And it's just like, eh, just a bunch of... There's a bunch of stuff, but everything almost is like, I, I could watch this. I'd like to watch this. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if our free week is up yet. Uh, when did it launch? The 12th? Uh, so I guess our free week probably uh, just ended. So I probably just paid, what, six ninety nine today for it. Uh, but Sammy has watched it a ton. He actually ended up being sick uh, part of the time. And the day that it launched ended up being a snow day at school. So I was off. It was my last day of vacation. He was home. Uh, we, he watched Lion King one and a half, Lion King two. And then, uh, over the course of the week, he ended up missing all but one day of school between the holiday on Monday, the snow day. Uh, he went one day and then he was sick. And I think, he, oh, you know what? He, uh, it was a holiday, snow day, sick. Went to school, sick, and then it was the weekend. So he had a lot of days off. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> but he... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, he, he's watched so much stuff on there. He watched Lion King 1 and a half, Lion King 2. He wanted to see those after seeing the Lion King live-action movie with us in the theater. And then uh, we borrowed the, the cartoon from a friend of ours before Disney Plus launched. Mm -hmm. And then over the course of the weekend, he watched a bunch of Winnie the Pooh stuff. He watched, oh, what was the other thing? There was another thing that he watched. And that we haven't even gotten into, like, uh, one of the things that my wife and I were excited about watching with him was Gummy Bears. And we haven't even gotten there yet. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even going to sign up. I was just going to wait and go watch The Mandalorian over my cousin's house, you know. And then the day launched, I was like, man, get a free week. I can sign up for a free week. Watched the first two episodes because they released the first two episodes of The Mandalorian that on uh, the first day and then on Friday. And I'm like, I'm really digging this. I, my wife laughs at me about how excited I was about all the different things you could watch. A lot of the older movies I'd forgotten about. Um, but uh, then I'll, on Saturday, I get a text and from my phone company through Verizon. And they said, hey, would you like a year free of Disney Plus? And I said, why, yes, I would. 
So yeah, I'm not out of anything yet until next next year. So you guys have the unlimited plan on Verizon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're not gonna upgrade to the unlimited plan to save six ninety nine a month because it's an extra like fifty bucks a month. <laughs> yeah, for, we'll, for our we'll struggle through data usage. <laughs> well, for our uh, for with a teenage daughter and every everybody's always on their phone using it instead of a. That's our, that's our best source of uh, internet source anyhow. So that we we do the unlimited. Yeah, you guys, yeah. You guys got it tough there. I can understand that <laughs> yeah, with your yeah. uh, your bad internet. Yeah, the only time we ever run short on data is um, for some reason randomly lately we started running short again, and I stumbled across uh, a way to look at the data usage by phone, and I realized it was my wife on social media uh-huh. and it's not like she's crazy on social media. She was reading more articles on social media, but the way the apps are set up, they pull so much data because of all the crap they put in them now. Mm-hmm. So she was just pulling a ton of data trying to read articles. So what she started doing was uh, putting it in airplane mode when she's reading an article. So that way it's not wasting data. Oh, that's, and, um, that's clever. Yeah. It's just, I. Uh, Social media is dumb. What can what can we say? Well, I agree. But uh, yeah. but, so, but you're <laughs> so that's a little bit of a tangent. But you're watching. Go. You started. So how far through the Marvel movies have you gotten? Because that's really exciting to me. All right. So I, let's just start from the beginning. I, I my my the point I'm at right now is I'm about halfway through the Avengers, which is the first. What not? I, let me take a step back. So I'm, I'm about halfway through the Avengers. So I'm halfway through the fifth movie. This, of course, is not counting the Hulk movie that came out in I think 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, that isn't on Disney Plus. Uh, I don't know the whole story with this because from searching around for like watch orders, it looks like this was made by the like by uh the Marvel, you know, whatever you call them. The it, it's Studio. in the Marvel Cinematic yeah, Universe, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um. So I one, I don't know why it's not Disney Plus, but if I remember correctly, it wasn't the same Bruce Banner. It was a different actor, and it just never fit in with the whole MCU. Is that right? That's the Ed Norton. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. And I can't I remember who it was. One. And I heard an interview with him. He was really excited about doing that. He actually wrote, um, like, he actually had a plan for a second movie to follow up. Yeah, the first so one, but it did, it just never went anywhere. I wonder if they just couldn't get him to commit for the scope of what they were doing or something like that. It must have been something like that. I don't know, because I, I vaguely – I know I've seen that movie a long time ago. But um, So the interesting thing is when uh, these movies started coming out with the first Iron Man movie, I didn't read comics. Mm-hmm. I had dabbled a little bit in comics reading like The Watchmen and uh, – gosh, actually that might have even been before I read The Watchmen. I don't remember. Uh, I know I had, when I was a little bit younger, I had read a little bit of uh, Green Arrow and Daredevil when I got on a big Kevin Smith kick, like right out of high school, mm-hmm. uh, but that didn't last that long. So I, I really, like, I had read a tiny bit of comics. I wasn't an avid comic reader. I actually kind of disliked comics. Um, I didn't particularly care about comic book movies. I had seen, like, the Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire at least the first two. I didn't see the third one till years later, and then I regretted watching it because mm-hmm. it was bad. Yeah. Um, I had seen the X Men movies up to that point. I liked, yeah, you know, and I liked all those fine, but it's not like I loved them. I wasn't obsessed with any of it, you know. Uh, and then the reason we saw the first Iron Man movie, and we actually saw it in the theater, which I realized I was going to put my foot in my mouth when I was, was going to say Avengers was the first one I saw in the theater because it was not. 
we saw it in the theater with uh, my wife and I with our friend uh, Tad, and it was either for his birthday or he took me to see it for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which, but it was one of those things. But he wanted to see it. We were indifferent, but we all enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. So we saw it in the theater, enjoyed it, you know. And then uh, when Iron Man 2 came out, he actually was on leave because he had joined the army. So he was back. He wanted to see it. We went and saw it with him. So I saw Iron Man and Iron Man 2 both in the theater with my wife and with our friend Tad, uh, who we unfortunately were not in touch with anymore. Um, when he got out of the army, he ended up uh, getting serious in a relationship, and we moved away and just, you know, it's, it's hard to keep in touch with people, but he yeah. was a good guy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he he's the reason we saw those movies. And then after that was uh, Thor and then Captain America. I didn't see either of those even on DVD or anything mm-hmm. before I saw Avengers in the theater. Oh. So in between those years, we moved to Maine. And when I moved to Maine is when I started reading comics again mm-hmm. um, because – uh, my work at the time was so stressful because I was really heavy into literature and I was pounding through like 50 books a year or more. Yeah. Uh, the, the most books I read in a year was 70 something. Yeah. So I was reading more than a book a week and like we're talking literature, not, you know, not easy to read popular, you know, lit like classic literature mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like one of the books I read that year was Ulysses. Oh yeah. That's uh, which I think now would take me 17 years to read. Um, and I will ne- probably never, probably never try again. <laughs> no. Um, but anyway, so, uh, I moved, we moved to Maine. I start reading comics and I started with Batman because it seemed kind of, uh, ins- insulated enough that I, w- I could read it without really worrying about other stuff. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of trades and, you know, um, like stories that were made to be singular stories. Like uh, I remember reading like the long Halloween and stuff like that. I know that those were released as individual issues and then collected, mm-hmm. but still they were made to be this concise thing. So right. anyways, Batman was easy to get into. And then when I wanted to, bra- to branch out, I branched out to X-Men and that led into the Avengers versus X-Men. But I always stayed kind of focused around X-Men. So I had never read pretty much anything that was in these movies. I hadn't read Iron Man. I hadn't read Thor. I hadn't read Hulk. I hadn't read um, Captain America. I hadn't read any of this stuff yeah, when Avengers yeah. came out. When Avengers came out, uh, my cousin, my wife's cousin actually, who is a... Uh, one of two friends I have in Maine, he was going to see it with a a friend of his and invited me. So we, you know, we all bought our tickets and, um, funny story. This was back in the day that like you would go online and buy your ticket and you had to have your credit card to get your ticket Mm -hmm. because you would go up to the ticket counter and they would swipe your card to pull it up. So it's not like today where you get an email, you have a code or whatever. So you have like five ways on your phone. You can access your ticket. Mm -hmm. You had to have the card you bought it with when you pre-bought a ticket. Oh yeah. And I never leave my card out of my wallet. I had left it out of my wallet and it was at home. Oh, man. So I didn't have it. So I had to – I ended up calling my bank because my wife wasn't even home and getting my card number from my bank. Wow. To be able to get my ticket to see it. So by the time we got in the theater, we were front row. 
And I got to say, my cousin and his friend John, who's a good guy, um, well, you know them from their podcast. They're the ones that do, uh, what, what did you watch this week? Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, they were, they were very gracious about it because they could have been pissed, you know, oh, yeah. that oh, yeah. they ended up with crappy seats. They could have just left me behind. They waited for me. They didn't complain. You know, they teased me a little bit about it, but like they were very gracious about it. So I got to say thank you to them for that. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so we went and saw Avengers in the theater and like I loved it. Like absolutely loved it. And I was getting it more into comics by then. So I was ready to want to be into it. Hold on one second. Yeah. Hey, Bubba. I, I'm talking to Sparky right now. Do you want to say hi to Sparky? Here, come over here, okay? Here, you gotta talk right into this thing, okay? Okay. Hi, Sparky. Hey, buddy. Here, let me put an earpiece in his ear. Here, put this in. Okay, now say hi. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? Good. You feeling better? Mm-hmm. Good. Why do you have one arm? I had an accident when I was little, and I lost it. But I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> you like talking to me? He's, he's smiling so big right now. Yeah, I like Sammy. Yeah, I have two arms. Well, that's good. You can clap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who are you holding right there, buddy? Gizmo. He got a gizmo. He saw Gremlins with me, and he loves them, and he got a gizmo doll. Oh, you watched gizmo? Gremlins? That didn't scare you? Um, it didn't scare me some of some of it was creepy, and some of it was fun. Oh, yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Why don't you go down with Mommy now, okay, buddy? Okay. All right. Bye, love you. Sparky. Bye, Sammy. <laughs> Yay. Right, close the door, okay, buddy? Okay. <laughs> All right. Go on, buddy. He has the biggest smile on his face. That's exciting. <laughs> he thinks about you a lot. <laughs> uh, he sounds like a good kid. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Gremlins. So, uh, I, was thinking about, I was thinking about that. He got to watch Gremlins, and I was like, man, isn't that kind of creepy in spots? But I guess he held up to it. Yeah, you know, I was concerned because I didn't remember how creepy it was. It really wasn't as bad as I, I thought it might have ended up being. Uh, I had watched or I had read some stuff online about some of the stuff that they were going to do in it and like some of the stuff that they wanted to do that they ended up backing off of would have been um, way too much. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, they didn't have PG-13. So if they got too harsh, they would have jumped all the way to R in the oh, rating. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they, they backed off to keep a PG rating so that way it wouldn't be R rated. So yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, that was a nice little tangent. Um, so yeah, so I saw Avengers in the theater with, uh, with my cousin and his friend and I loved it, but it's been, I, I had bought it on Blu-ray, uh, when it came out and I, I know I watched it at least once after I bought it, but I haven't watched it probably since then. Uh, so that was, I think, uh, 2011 when it was out in theaters, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. or 2012, one or the other. Yeah. Um, so it's been at least five or six years since I've watched it. So I started a couple days ago. Kind of like you said, I was overwhelmed by how much was available on Disney+. Plus. I, I kept on kind of false starting on stuff because I didn't know what to commit to. Yeah. I kind of watched a little bit of The Simpsons, and then I like read all the stuff about how the aspect ratio is screwed up, and they're going to fix that. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll wait a little bit till they fix it. Um, 
I watched an episode of the old X-Men cartoon, which is something I'll probably kind of continue on uh, because I watched it growing up, but I don't really remember it other than just kind of vaguely. And then the other night, I just decided, you know what? I keep on kind of sitting here not watching anything because there's too much to watch. So I'm just going to start with the Marvel movies, which is something I've wanted to do for a long time. But they're expensive and they're not streaming anywhere except for like random ones. Yeah. So I started watching Iron Man and I enjoyed the heck out of it. And I had noticed stuff in it that I uh, had no clue about the first go round. Um, I don't remember in the first one. I don't think in the first one there was anything that uh, was kind of the hinting at what was coming in the future that really caught me off guard. Like at the end of the movie, uh, you get Nick Fury showing up for the first time in the, the after credit scene. And when I watched that in the theater, that would have just gone right over my head. And now it's like Nick Fury has been in everything. Obviously, he was in that you know, mm-hmm. in the very first one. So it, it doesn't feel like uh, – it, it doesn't feel like building. It just is like, well, yeah, you know. Yeah. Then in watching the second one, uh, once again, really enjoyed it. Uh, I was quite surprised when Scarlett Johansson showed up because I didn't remember that. Uh, and, like, I hadn't – you know, she was a black widow, but she was like – pretending you know she was she was there to spy on tony basically Mm -hmm. and kind of keep tabs on him and they they made that all clear although they never called her the black widow and that that wasn't until avengers where they you know brought her out as the black widow although if you knew anything about comics you would know but i didn't then so that was like uh something was like oh man I, i didn't get that at all because i didn't know that stuff um, and then you get the part in the second one where he brings back the big display thing from his offices uh, because it dawns on him that his dad had cleverly like set up to help him figure this out. Um, and agent Colson shows up who obviously like has an ongoing role. He had already been in the movie earlier on, but, uh, he shows up, uh, to let Tony know that he got reassigned. But before he tells him he got reassigned, he grabs something is like, where did you get this? And it is something that looks like the captain America shield. So it's hinting at captain America. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says he got reassigned to, to New Mexico, uh, which I vaguely remember that that was, um, where Thor took place, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the end credit scenes is setting up the Thor movie, which kind of sets that up where you start getting this rolling, like we're going to set up the next thing that's coming with the end credit scene. So that was really cool because there was some stuff that I definitely did not get when I saw that in the theater. Then watching, Thor was the third one. So, uh, watching Thor, um, I had, I know I had watched it, uh, on, like rented it on Redbox or something like that after I saw Avengers. Uh, but I definitely got a lot more out of it watching it in context and also understanding the character better and everything. Um, I don't remember anything really catching me off guard with it. Like anything that would have been over my head the, the first time I saw it because I think it really kind of mostly stayed in, the Thor mythology more. I think there were some references like uh, one of the scientists mentioned uh, a doctor who had done something with gamma radiation, which is obviously referencing Bruce Banner. Uh Yeah. Uh, So there's like a little thing like that here and there, but nothing real big. Um, And I don't even remember what the end credit scene in that one was now. Might have to go back and check that. And then, so then I watched Captain America which I definitely understood a lot better than the first time I watched it. 
uh, Red Skull is in it. Uh, you got Arnim Zola in there. So like I knew them from reading the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know who the hell Bucky Barnes was when I watched it the first time. Uh, so seeing him in there, like if you were a fan, like I could definitely see the pop of, you know, oh, there's Bucky, like another character. Um, then obviously other characters like stayed being big, like agent Carter has been in a bunch of the movies. She had her own show. Um, some good actors in the movie, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, you know, and then, uh, the thing that disappointed me with Captain America had nothing to do with the movie. Uh, the end credit scene wasn't this subtle little hint at what was coming. It was a flat out preview for Avengers. And after three movies of these subtle hints, and then plus after that fact, 16, 15, whatever more movies with subtle little hints. Yeah. It was really kind of jarring to be like, oh, look, this is just flat out a preview for another movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I had tweeted that. And my cousin said, yeah, but when you watch it in the theater, uh, it's super exciting because that's the first you've seen of any of that. Yeah. I totally understand that. But I wasn't watching in the theater, so I was expecting, like, the subtle little nod to the Avengers, and it wasn't anything subtle. So, minor disappointment, but, you know, move on. Uh, but, yeah, then watching the Avengers, oh, my gosh, there's so much stuff that I didn't get when I watched it the first time. So much. It's so good. And I loved that movie the first time I saw it. That, that's been probably my favorite uh, MCU movie until uh Captain Marvel I think is the the next one that I put up there is like I just purely enjoy it. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm about halfway through that movie. Um and a lot of it makes more sense now than it did before. Plus I'm seeing all the pieces come together in the greater story. Like at the beginning of the movie, you don't see Thanos at all. Mm-hmm. But somebody's talking to somebody and that somebody is Thanos. Yeah. You know, so a lot of cool a lot of cool stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've talked with you before about how I kind of fell off from watching the movies because I just kind of never was something that uh, was pressing for, like, my wife kind of lost interest and we just kind of drifted away and never went to the theater to see them. And then when they were out for rental on DVD and so we just never got around to it. But, you know, now there's no excuse for me not to try to watch them because it's just yeah just right here and available so hopefully i'll get to someday jump back into it and catch up yeah one thing that's really cool disney plus too is you can download anything onto a device so what i've been doing is i've been downloading them onto my my kindle Mm -hmm. and then uh even though i'm basically i like i could just be streaming it off of wi-fi but having it downloaded i don't have to worry about like you know a little uh hiccups in the internet or anything kind of affecting the experience. And on top of that is I, I've been playing a lot of Madden lately and I can play Madden without paying attention very much to the game. Like I'm just grinding away to, you know, earn players to upgrade my team basically. Yeah. Um, so I can do that while watching the movie and I have a 10 inch Kindle. So having that like right in front of me on the desk is a pretty comfortable watching experience. Yeah. So I've just been watching it on my Kindle while playing Madden on my TV uh, in my office and, it's been kind of like I've been uh, accomplishing another waste of time while, you know, enjoying this waste of time. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, th- it's also cool how they have the extras, like deleted scenes and extra scenes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched any of that, but yeah, it's cool that they got all that stuff in there. So it's, you got, you know, you're not missing out on anything. Um, obviously, I still have a lot of movies to go. I'm pretty sure they have all of the 
MCU movies that like build into the bigger story. Uh, if there's anything missing, it's got to be something smaller. But like they have, I know they have the Guardians of the Galaxy movies on there. I'm pretty sure they have the Ant Man movies on there. Yeah, both the Ant Mans are on there. I see them right here. Yeah, uh, Doctor Strange. I'm pretty sure I saw that on there. Yeah, Black, Black Panther. Black I don't Panther. recall. Black that's Panther's on there. on there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I don't think anything is missing. Captain America: Civil War, Winter Soldier, Captain Marvel, which I never got a chance to see. Now I can. Yeah, I love Captain you Marvel. Love that one. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, so I mean, they got it all. So I'm going to be working through. I got a lot more movies to watch, but I've been enjoying the hell out of it. And I've been watching uh, uh, a movie a night. Last night I watched a movie and a half, and then I finished Captain America this morning, and I watched half of. Um, of the Avengers this morning. And when we get done, I'll probably end up watching the other half. So between yesterday and today, I'll, I'll finish up three movies. I'll be five movies in after three days. Is that right? After four days after four days. I think that that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you mentioned the Simpsons, every episode of the Simpsons available now. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, I haven't watched the Simpsons as a new show since like season 12. Right. There's there's, so, 30, uh, <laughs> there's another twenty there's another uh, eighteen episode uh, seasons waiting for you now. Yeah, the only thing that's kind of painful is I've false started trying to start The Simpsons quite a few times because I had bought the first season on DVD. I got the second season for free on a digital thing with like a free gift card thing I got, uh-huh. um, and then I briefly had um, Direct TV Now and I was able to watch it on the the FX app. So I watched a little bit, but I, I didn't really get anywhere with it. So I'm probably going to wait until after I finish the Marvel movies, which I'll definitely be slowing down my pace on that at some point. Uh, but I did read because they the aspect ratio screwed up. They made it fit the 16 by 9, and they just lopped off mm-hmm. part of the screen. Yeah. So it cuts out a lot of the visual jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are planning to have that um, fixed up to a certain point, like up to like season 20 or something like that. By early 2020. So if I just wait until I'm done with the Marvel stuff, that should be straightened out. And then I can watch it in the proper aspect ratio. Yeah. Yeah. That first day that they released uh, Disney Plus, that's the first thing I I actually watched was the very first episode of The Simpsons. Just because Mm -hmm. there were, on my end, um, or on their end, I know there a lot of people had some problems. I didn't really have a lot of problems. Uh, The thing that amazed me throughout the day was every once in a while I'd go back and check in, and they kept adding to the library of content. Like, I'd go through the movies, and it's like, oh, wow, they just added um, Aristocats. Uh, There's Ant-Man. And then all day long, they just kept adding more and more. That's when I started thinking, oh, my God. Because at first, I was, like, impressed with what they had on there. But then, by the end of the day, and stuff had just kept getting put in. Like, they didn't even, I didn't even see all the Star Wars movies. Like, The Last Jedi wasn't even on there at uh, when I first checked in, in on it. But, uh, so yeah, yeah, it's impressive. A lot of people, uh, I keep seeing this thing. A lot of people keep... Uh, being very proud of themselves for not being sheep and jumping on the Disney Plus, but it's just like, whatever, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it. So what? You, you can be very proud of yourself for not. I saw one person say something negative, and it was uh, somebody that I don't know them. It was I saw it because somebody 
that I followed on Twitter because of a random interaction commented on theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they had said something like, you know, if you get Disney Plus, you're, you know, supporting a, a big, you know, giant organization and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, the, the typical thing, like don't support big companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, uh, the person that I followed that I, I don't really know, but, uh, they just said like, I think the seven bucks a month for the amount of happiness is going to bring me is worth it. And the other person is backpedaling. Well, with, well, you, you, you don't have to be perfect, but you should be conscientious with how you spend your money. And, and, you know, it's like, unless you are perfect, you probably should just shut up and not tell other people <laughs> not to spend money on something because you don't yeah. want to. Yeah. Cause you know what? Me getting Disney plus, uh, has kept me from giving Disney at least like 60 bucks mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Cause I would have bought the new Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was heavily considering buying my son, uh, Aladdin and Lion King for Christmas. But now we have it all on Disney Plus. So yeah. you're getting a lot less money from me because of uh, this being available. Plus, at some point, I, I was thinking about, like, oh, man, maybe I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and start, like, one by one buying the Marvel movies so I can watch them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that now. That's that's oh, a lot of money. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of money, man. <laughs> yeah. So I, Look, there's DuckTales and Boy Meets World. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Darkwing Duck, Gummy Bears, Gargoyles. Uh, tailspin, uh, so much, so much good stuff. I mean, all, all the, the Disney was like the Disney action pack that they had in the afternoon when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Like those are all on there. So much freaking stuff. I mean, my son watching Lion King one and a half and Lion King two. So Lion King is the, the classic great one. He's watched two movies that are just peripheral to it. And there's examples of that with everything. Return of Jafar. I forgot about that one. So like he loved Aladdin. Mm -hmm. I told him that there was a sequel and he watched Return of Jafar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just so much good stuff. I, I do think it's funny that people got to get in there and be like, oh, you, you know, don't give them your money. It's like, whatever. They Everybody gives money to corporations to get stuff. Mm-hmm. So you while you do vote with your, your wallet, unless you have something massively against Disney – uh, then ju- like, it's just stupid to just say like, well, don't give them their money because they're Disney. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if you have something uh, against Disney and you don't want to give them your money because you don't want to support them for a reason, say, say that. But yeah, you know, it's like, uh, people that stopped supporting the NFL, um, a few years ago when just, you were constantly hearing about domestic abuse and stuff like that with the players. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. Like, I didn't stop supporting the NFL because I really love football, but I completely understand it because it also, like, really bothered me. Yeah. Uh, but then you started seeing more of a conscience grow with the teams. And, if, you know, of course, like, if you, you want to be realistic, you know, the teams are still ultimately about the money. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, I was thinking, I was actually thinking about this today, thinking back, you know, I'm a huge 49ers fan, mm-hmm. and, uh, just popped into my head today. I was like, ah, oh, I wonder whatever happened to Bruce Miller. He was their fullback when they got to the Super Bowl a few years ago, and he was a very good fullback. And I knew that something happened that got him cut from the team, an off the field issue, but I, I couldn't remember what. So I Googled it, and, um, it was a mess. Oh my gosh, it was such a bad story. And, I was just thinking about it, and the 49ers had a ton of players during that era on their team that ended up getting cut for off-the-field issues. Mm -hmm. A ton of them. Mm -hmm. Like, off the top of my head, I could probably think of half a dozen without even trying. 
And like, I thought about the difference between then and now, and it's, it's pretty much been because of the, um, the, the team's, uh, uh, general manager. Yeah. Like the players they're drafting, they're getting all these suspect guys instead of getting guys with good character. And I think you're seeing a change in that overall, mm-hmm. you know, you still get bad bad people in there. I mean, a guy today just got cut because, uh, because of, uh, abusing a woman. Mm. And, but that's what you're seeing now is when something like that comes out, the teams are just cutting these guys immediately, you know? Yeah. But anyways, like that, that's a little bit of a tangent, but you know, if you have a specific problem, then say, I'm choosing not to give my money to this organization for this reason. Mm -hmm. But I hate those people that just get on, you know, no, you don't give your money to, to big companies, you know? Yeah. Everybody does. Like, you can't get the stuff you need to live life without giving money to a big company unless you work really, really hard at it. And you'd be surprised what some companies, some people think are small companies, are often owned by another bigger company. Yeah, and if you're saying it on Twitter, you already lost your argument. Yeah. 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 That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Oh, people love their controversy, though, Paul. Yeah, they do. Speaking of silly, football, silly people. you've annihilated me last week on Sunday, and I had a decent game. <laughs> uh, I'm just just doing what I'm made to do. That's just, all I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, ha- I had a pretty good weekend with fantasy football, plus my 49ers one, so I'm happy. Uh, I killed you in, in that league that we're in. Uh, I'm on a bye week in our dynasty league uh, because I ended up working my way up to being one of the top two teams, which I did not expect this year. Um, I'm in a league with some people from work that I killed it in. Um, and I locked up uh, one of the top two spots in that league actually uh, as well. But a friend of mine, well, somebody I know from, you know, from online, from, you know, Valiant Comics fandom essentially uh he had actually been in my dynasty league before and he left uh and he had a dynasty league that i was in but i left because he said he was going to fold it after the season because he was fed up with football and was just going to give up on it but then he had a change of heart so he kept this league going and he sent me a message earlier this year and asked if i would consider taking over a team because it's a dynasty league so the teams don't go away Uh so i said well you know i like a challenge so, uh, give me the info. And he said, okay, well, you know, let me see what works out and I'll let you know if it's, if that's what's going to happen. And so he sent me a message, uh, I don't know, about a week ago before this last weekend, nonetheless, saying, if, if you're still interested, here's the info. And, um, you know, he could use me. And it turned out that, um, the person who had the team, uh, had some bad, stuff happened in their personal life. I don't want to like, you know, share other people's personal details, but it was no. bad. And it just essentially fantasy football did not matter anymore. Um, so I said, yeah, I could take over this. I looked at the team and there wasn't a single player on the team that made me go like, Oh, that's a player I'll enjoy having on my team. Not a one of them. Oh yeah. So I take over the team. The team is four and six and I adjust the lineup. I swap out some players I get the second highest score in the league for the week. Oh, yeah. I lost by half a point with the second highest score in the league. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Man, sometimes it's better to just get beat outright than than lose a close one like that. 
Uh, and I, ironically, it's better for me to lose because uh, I'm, I mean, I'm just obviously not going to win the league this year. I, I won't even make the playoffs. But uh, they do the draft order based on finish. So the worse you do, the better your draft spot. So I'm better off if I lose. So my, me losing by half a point was actually kind of a blessing in disguise overall. But it's like, man, can you believe that? Like, top two scores in the league are half a point apart and they play each other. That's crazy. Couldn't believe it. That's crazy. Yeah. But it was fun. I like those challenges. So you were on a challenge. I just killed. I killed you. You just killed me. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was easy. And that's my best team. I was actually doing really well for a while, and that uh, I'm actually pretty happy with how both teams are doing. The the team in the other league has kind of been hanging out near the bottom of the standings, but that team that you beat last this last past week that it was actually uh vying for the top spot for for a while and then i went on a losing streak so i need to i need to get things uh back in gear had some bad substitutions uh bye weeks started hitting the bye weeks and i just didn't have the bench some of the time to uh yeah you just had bad luck though mm-hmm. to to you have the second highest score in the league just overall points mm-hmm. and you've that. lost three weeks in a row yeah just, uh, yeah. yeah but it's fine. bad luck yeah. Well, <sighs> well, yeah. So. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know. So I was actually thinking about this uh, before, when we talked about recording tonight. Um, I had had a month of Marvel Unlimited. I ended up reading only a couple of issues of X Men, but I got started reading it again, so that was good. But uh, luckily, it was a free month. I hardly read anything, but whatever. So that month is up. And then uh, I got a month of Comixology Unlimited because we saw that uh, Harrow County sale oh, that yeah. we we talked about quite quite extensively. Uh, that month just ran out. I I barely read anything else other than Harrow County. Mm-hmm. That's okay. So like the the two s- subscription things that I paid for are done. So now I can just kind of focus on whatever I feel like reading. Which uh, right now I've been reading um, the Inferno storyline in X Men. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had purchased on a really good sale a uh, trade on Comixology that crosses over. It's between X Men, um, Uncanny Uncanny X Men to be specific, Uncanny X Men, New Mutants, um, Executioners. I think was the other one. Is there another title? It's at least three titles, and one of them is one that didn't really last long. But is Uncanny X Men, New Mutants, another X spinoff title? And I think it was just those three. Um, and, um, I haven't finished it yet, but it's this storyline involving demons and, uh, Madeline Pryor and, uh, it's, it's pretty good, but like more of the issues are the, the spinoff titles, like the non-uncanny X-Men titles. So it's been good. Like I'm totally enjoying reading it, but it definitely isn't as good as just reading uncanny X-Men. Uh, so I, I'm kind of looking forward to finishing it. Uh, and when I finish it, I'm going to start reading uh, the physical copies that I've been collecting. So now my goal is to fill the holes in my collection as I go. So that way, as I keep reading, I'm actually going to be pulling floppies out of a short box yeah. and reading it that way, which will be a new experience. Like I definitely have never read through my collection of anything. Yeah. You know, I've like I've collected new issues as I get them and read them, but I've never like had, okay, I have this collection of this old title and I'm reading comics from like, you know, 25, 30 years ago. Uh, the first issue that I'll be reading in that regard is the first appearance of Jubilee. 
uh, Uncanny X Men 244. So I'm I'm excited to get started. I I picked that up. I have about 20 issues before I reach my next gap. So now I can kind of just keep my eyes peeled for those issues, and you know maybe I'll be lucky enough to find them before I get to to a gap. And 20 issues will take me a while to read unless I just get like on a you know a big binge with it, which doesn't happen super often. So. That's pretty much what I've been reading. I've kind of slowed down. Uh, aside from that, I've been trying to finish uh, books that I've been reading. Yeah. So I've been working on uh, Bob Backlund's autobiography, a little over halfway through that. Uh, currently, he is the WWF champion, somewhere in his reign there. So it's like, you know, back late 70s, early 80s. Um, that's been interesting and I still need to finish reading the adventures of Cavalier and clay, which I think I'm about halfway through that book too. So trying to actually finish things for once. Yeah. Sounds like you have a good bunch of selections. I just read, uh, Lemire and Kent just had a series launched, I guess in the last month. And I read the first issue of family tree and that looks good. It, it's, you know, it is, it's, it's Phil Hester and Lemire, and then uh, I guess the colors are by Eric Gapster, and then Ryan Cody is what it looks like. It's, a, it's one of those I was like, I think I'll give it a try, and I really enjoyed it. I'm, it's 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 just that kind of there's a there's it's a set in 1997, and that's when the world ended or began to end, and it focuses on this little family. God, I think, where are they? Vermont or something like that. Maybe they, they might even be in Maine. Um, but some strange things starts happening and it ends on a, like a big cliffhanger. Um, the cliffhanger kind of reminded me without spoiling anything. Um, you know, I was reading that series called Little Bird, which was by some Canadian creators about, uh, how America has become a, a completely fundamentalist religious based society where, Everybody is held accountable by, uh, like a theocracy and Canada is like the last remaining holdout in the world for, for freedom. <laughs> and it had a, has a similar little hook at the end, which is pretty cool, but I really liked it. And I haven't got to read, I started, but I had to stop Kent's, um, new book. Um, gosh, what's the name of it? Of course, I'm going to blank on that right now. It's, um, let me pull it up here. Oh, folk lords, folk lords, yeah. which looks really good. Um, I'm going to give it a try. And then of course I've the most recent Conan, the barbarian It's just Jason Aaron just keeps amazing me. Number 10 is the last one I've read on that. And, and I'm backed up. I've got a lot of rumble to read and I've got another book. I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this, this series called the realm. The name's familiar. It's a cool series. I like it. Um, it's it's another, of course I like it because I'm, I'm leaning more into the fantasy. But it's like a, it's a dystopian future where, kind of like what a, um, Rafer did, where, um, like, fantasy creatures are real. Well, this is set in a dystopian future where same kind of thing, magic becomes real and. All that kind of stuff. And uh, there's a guy, it's by Seth Peck, Jeremy Hahn. And Hahn does the art, and Seth M. Peck is the writer. And it's another one of those I just, I really dig. 
It's up to at least issue 15, but I'm, I'm behind, so I got to get caught up on that. I'm just loving that. And then you recommended a book to me called The Wind-Up Bird Chronicle Chronicles <laughs> by Haruki Murakami. I think I said his name right. That book yeah. is weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. And I'm, I'm like a third through it. I'm like, man, this is... There's a, it's like, okay, it's about a lost cat, and then it's about a wife having become missing a missing cat a missing wife and then a, a missing sense of self for the first characters kind of what i'm feeling so far into like the third part and there's all these weird conversations but i'm I'm sticking with it it's well written it's just i've never read anything by him before and i've always wanted to so uh i'm, I'm curious that, about where this is going that's the one book that i have read by him and i read that uh like a decade ago um, and it was a weird book. I've wanted to read more, but I haven't. Um, yeah. I've, I actually started another one of his books and read a little bit and I was enjoying it, but I just, uh, kind of got lost on it and it was library books. So I had to go back, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. Lots of good stuff. Yeah. Other than that, new comics, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, X-Men and New Mutants are the two that I'm continuing off of the House of Powers of X run uh and i've only read the first issue of x-men so far so we'll see how those go but i've still been reading daredevil and daredevil has been real good um so yeah i mean there there's not a whole lot that i'm i'm reading as far as new stuff i'm still getting usagi yojimbo that's the only other one that i'm getting and then uh when tmnt number 100 comes out i'll pick up the couple issues digitally that uh that i'm missing and i'll get caught up on that story because that's the next one comes out comes out in december um, but that's should be a huge thing, and then the series is shifting to a new writer for the first time. Huh. Um, like per- permanently, it's been Tom Waltz on there since the beginning. So now it'll be uh, Sophie Campbell, uh, huh. and she has done art and I believe some writing in the series. But she's done quite a bit of art in the series, um, and she's she's good, definitely good. So I'm excited awesome. to see what she does with it too. So. Anyways, uh, I think we should probably call it a night tonight. I actually need to go uh, and put that child who came and talked to us to bed now. Yeah, tell him I said good night. I will do so. You have a lovely night. It's been good talking to you. Uh, sure. I'm sure when we get get together next time, I'll have another half dozen or so Marvel movies to uh, to recap, and uh, we can, can talk more can about present, me beating you at fantasy football. You can, oh yeah, <laughs> you can present <laughs> your ranking of Marvel movies. For me. Yeah, I guess I should do that. I'll, I'll start doing that. I'll start now with the ones I've watched and kind of rank them and see if I could kind of... Yeah, I'll do that. That's a good idea. Awesome, man. All right. So, yeah, find us on Twitter. I'm at Who's Paul. You are at MD Sparkman. Yep. Um, check out the show at the website, which is... 143podcast.com Check out all the other podcasts. I'm not going to talk about them all. You can tweet us. Yeah. Have a good night. Good night. Excellent.